0: He had been gone too long. Yara was expecting her younger brother home at least an hour ago. Lauren would often get carried away while out and about exploring the countryside. Dinner was nearly complete and dusk was not far away, even with the long days of summer. Yara went to the back door and warily looked around. Sometimes he was a prankster, waiting to catch her off guard. No Lauren in the backyard. Their home sat on the top of a hill surrounded by trees. One could get a great view of the rest of the forest from their home. She took a deep breath and called his name, her voice carrying. She closed her eyes to let her ears guide her. She called again, louder this time, and waited. Nothing. Her heart slowly accelerated. This wasn't like Lauren. He was late sometimes, but he was usually within earshot. Going back into the house, Yara put on her boots, removed the family sword and scabbard from the wall, and tied it around her waist. She set out to find her brother. There were only a few places he could be. Using her tracking skills, she caught wind of his trail. Yara found footprints and light foraging. Her brother loved to explore and learn as much as he could. Happy to be after his trail, it was short-lived, as it led her to the one place he shouldn't be. The cave. Damn it. She swore to herself. Near the mountain, there was a cave that she warned him constantly about playing near. Ever since she was a child, Yara had been warned of the cave by their parents and how it had been untouched for a long time and that there was no telling what was in there but danger. Like most boys, Lauren had a curious soul for adventure. It was only a matter of time before the gaping mouth of the cave whispered for him to enter. She peered inside and couldn't see a thing further in. Grabbing some nearby sticks and brush, She made a makeshift torch. She lit a flame and stood in front of the mouth of the cave. Taking a deep breath to calm her thumping heart, she entered. Inside, it was damp. and She could feel the cool atmosphere on her skin. Running water was in the distance. The light of the fire revealed footprints on the sandy path. They were her brothers. They had to be. The narrow walls guided her until it opened up to unveil a large chamber and a small waterfall. The path was now a bridge. Yara braced herself, feeling the slickness of the porous stone beneath and around her. One could easily lose their footing if not careful. Looking up as far as the flame would allow, she saw sparkling in the rocks. White cave crabs climbed along the walls near the water. A quick whimper caught her attention. Yara froze to pinpoint where it came from, below. She looked down and could hear a light sobbing. She recognized that crying anywhere. Lauren. Lauren. She called out to him and noticed him waving his arms frantically. How'd you get down there? She shouted. Lauren waved his hand slower, more deliberate. Couldn't he see her speaking to him? With a bit of confusion, she noticed his gestures change. He wasn't trying to get her attention. He was trying to get her to stop. Behind her, she heard a sound that chilled her to the bone. Slowly turning toward the waterfall, she saw nothing but the running water. Still as stone, her eyes searched the area. Her stomach dropped and her breath was instantly snatched away. An immense, oblong head peeked through the fall. The flame of her torch danced along the white, glossy eyeballs of a cave serpent. Its tongue flicked curiously, tasting the air, searching for the noise. Yara stood completely still as the serpent loomed closer its oversized head as long as her torso. She restricted her breath, cursing herself for cooking with garlic earlier. She stared into the sightless white eyes as its huge head was suspended directly in front of her. Realizing it was attracted to the heat, she tossed the torch below. Yara's options flashed across her mind. No time to grab her sword. She glanced backward to survey the body of water below. It was definitely deep enough. Slowly raising her arms to her sides, The serpent felt the movement and lunged forward. Yara fell away from the snake, into a dive, gracefully piercing the water with minimal noise, drowned out by the rushing falls. Underwater, she swam gracefully, her body waving as a fish until she reached the edge. Lauren reached in and helped his sister out of the water. Are you okay? She examined him for any bites, bruises, or broken bones. He nodded. The torch was still lit on the dry ground. Its light revealed her brother's fearful face. He looked terrified. She reached out for Lauren and yanked him close to her face. How the hell did you get down here? What did I tell you? Her scolding came down in a harsh whisper. Uh, I, I was exploring and I slipped. I didn't want the snake to see me, so I stayed down here. Why didn't it follow you? It's blind. Yara looked over her shoulder to see the snake fanning its head left to right, its forked tongue searching for its lost meal. Her head was on a swivel. She searched for a way out and saw an opening on the opposite side of the cavern. She got Lauren's attention and nodded in the direction of the path. They both stood from the dusty ground. Yara went to retrieve the torch and heard her brother sneeze. Her stomach dropped as she heard the telltale hiss from above. The silence that followed summoned a frightening anxiety of death approaching. She swung the torch around to see the giant serpent coming directly at them. Lawrence screamed, his eyes wide and legs stuck. With all the noise, they were sitting ducks now. Yara pulled him as she ran toward the opening. The serpent narrowly missed them, crashing into the corner. Yara and Lauren ran for their lives as the snake pursued them, its body sidewinding through the sand. Pushing Lauren inside first, the crevice was just narrow enough for the serpent to not be able to enter after them. Yara turned to see the serpent's wide maw, kissing in protest. Its long forked tongues tasted the air for them. Soon it withdrew. Yara and Lauren finally sighed in relief. You've got to try and keep as quiet as possible. Yara instructed her brother. He can't see, so that means his other senses are probably 10 times better. Now let's find a way out. Together they moved through the tunnel. The freshly overturned dirt served a host of insects that crawled along. The torch cast shadows against the long claw marks that stretched on the sides of the tunnel. Look at the claws from these dig dugs. Lauren spotted the work of the moles. Have you been down here and saw these things? No, I've only read about them. Don't worry, they only eat bugs, worms, and grubs. We have too many bones and not nearly enough meat. He chuckled, succeeding in grossing out his sister. Yara smiled at her brother as he played and enjoyed the tunnel. This was like an adventure for him. Although they were in grave danger, Lauren loved nature and saw it as an experience to explore. Yara wanted even more to protect his innocence he had been left in her care ever since their father died from illness some years ago she did her best to watch over her brother and raise him to be tough like he would need to be in this world feeling the air getting drier they saw an opening at the end of the tunnel inside was a multi-level catacomb the departing sunlight shone down from up above yara and Lawrence stared in awe of the rows of archways look Lawrence ran along the walls to a pile of discarded shells the shells were rubbery and beginning to harden Once Yara realized where they were, she moved toward her brother, careful not to alarm him. As if on cue, a large silvery head peeked down from above, its tongue surveying the area. It locked on them and began slithering down. Soon its brethren followed suit. Yara's stomach rolled over. They were in the heart of a serpent's nest. She searched the room a hundred times over to find no way out but the way they came, and the serpents were directly above it. Lauren's safety was her priority. Hide in the pile of shells. I'm gonna make an opening. When you see the chance, take it and run back. Find another way out. Yara spoke to Lauren, her back facing him, slowly pushing him toward the shells. Soon, four of the snakelets were on the ground. Their thickly-corded, six-foot-long bodies slithered quickly along the ground. Yara unsheathed her sword and picked up a grip near her foot. She tossed it over their heads and as soon as they rose and turned to examine the sound, Yara drove her blade into the chest of one. Pulling out, she sidestepped and hacked at the dangerous hatchlings. Moore began to investigate and slither toward the pit. She looked to see her brother frozen in terror. Yara snapped her fingers to catch his attention and whispered harshly for him to go. He crept out of the temporary eggshell haven and bolted toward the previous entrance. Yara slashed at the snakelets as they slithered down in higher numbers. She labored to keep calm as the easy target slowly surrounded her. Her eye caught Lauren's head peeking back inside the room, checking on her. He never listened, she thought. As fatigue began to settle in, her form began to falter. The sword felt like a weighted stone in her hands. There were too many. Then a familiar deep hiss from above put the nail in her coffin as she noticed the mother serpent descending to protect her young. The babies were eager to dig the little fangs into her. Yara finally backed against the wall. This was it. The mother looked down and hissed, recognizing the previous taste. Yara was ready. She felt her feet going numb and a shaking in her legs, fear for the impending doom. She noticed the eggshells rattling and shifting as well. With the loud crunching of dirt, a dig-dug broke through the ground beneath them, clamping down on the serpent's body. It hissed and writhed, wrapping coals around its body and biting it to no avail. Yara used the distraction to join her younger brother. The two of them marveled at the sight of the underground titans, battling in this rarely seen circle of life. The giant mole, unaffected by venom, bested its prey with its massive claws and strength. As the dust settled, the sound of crunching thin serpentine bones and the chewing of flesh filled the air. Unbelievable. Lauren uttered the words of their late father when he would make a discovery, shattering the silence with his excitement. Taken aback, Yara grabbed her brother's arm, ready to run. The Dig Dug looked in their direction, its beady eyes searching the area, nostrils silently flaring. Lauren marveled at the majestic creature. He tuned out his older sister's warnings and tugging to walk toward it. The dig dug loomed forward, and in a moment of understanding, Lauren outstretched his hand as the creature took in his scent. It acknowledged the young one and lightly snorted before returning to finish its meal. Yara smiled at how brave her brother was. Their father's adventurous spirit had definitely lived on through him. Taking a look at the demolished catacombs, she noticed that the rubble formed a pile of debris that reached near the opening above. Light was soon leaving and being there in the dark would be frightening for her, to say the least. She grabbed Lauren's attention and pointed. Together they silently agreed to climb. Taking care not to interrupt the dig dug, they climbed the broken stone. She wondered who had built the structures and how long ago. As they climbed above the levels, they saw many halls and pillars much of the white carved stone was intact then she noticed the bones from long past victims who either unintentionally fed the snakelets or died from other causes once they reached as far as they could go they walked through the halls of the abandoned settlement much of their culture was left behind in pottery paintings rooms and more although yara's main objective was to get her and her brother out of there before the approaching night she almost felt like coming back to revisit and explore she knew lauren wouldn't mind the idea Turning a corridor, they saw a beam of orange light shining down a flight of stairs at the end of the hall. Yara and Lauren looked at each other and tore down the dusty path. Ascending the steps, they found a crumbled archway that the light shone through. Squeezing through the tight spaces and climbing over the white stones, they made it back outside. Taking a deep breath of salty sea air, Yara saw that they were at the top of the mountain above the cave. Look, there's the house! He pointed in the distance. Good. Not too far, hungry? Lauren nodded eagerly, finally ready to go home.